This is Jasmine with Listen to Your Single Friend. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the lonely. Welcome back. Uh, This week we are talking about all things dating apps. So today is going to be a super fun and packed show, but let's keep the conversation going on on Instagram and Facebook, which is listen to your single friend. The Twitter account is your single friend. Friend is spelled F-R-N-D on Twitter. Make sure you tune into our accounts on Fridays for Screenshot Friday uh, because it's super lit there. Like last week was insane. Like I just love Screenshot Fridays and y'all love it too because it's a mess. Um, Listen to Your Single Friend is a book. So make sure to sign up for the mailing list for the book to get information on release dates, pre-orders, etc. Go to the website, listentoyoursinglefriend.com. And exciting new news, um, I am uploading the episodes to YouTube now. So we have a YouTube channel. So um, go ahead to YouTube and type in listen to your single friend and I should pull up our channel. Before we get into the episode, we need to run it back to last week for our trivia from last week. I'll play the clip now. Blank percent of the adult U.S. population is single. So we ain't the only single people, y'all. We are not the only people spending the holidays alone. But just approximately how many of us are there? Is it A, 44%, B, 37%, C, 61%, or D, 54%? So the answer is 44%. There are 44% of adults in the U.S. who are single. And I wanted y'all to know that statistic because yes, it's real ghetto out here, but honestly, it's a lot of us. <laughs> so, you know, that's not far from 50%. So um, I just wanted to share that with you guys so that you knew it's 44% of us out here in these streets, okay? Now we're gonna get into our quote of the day. That is... There are two ways of spreading light, being the candle or the mirror reflecting. I just thought that was so, like, such a nice vibe and such a good energy. Um, You know, dating is hard and it's rough. (laughs) And sometimes we can just feel really jaded or frustrated. But we are kind of a part of that. We have to be mindful of the energy that we're giving off um, or that we're reflecting back onto other people. Um, I like this quote because I really just want everybody to go into dating just with grace and positivity. You can absolutely set boundaries and still be kind about it and still have fun. But I love this. We're spreading light. Yes, dating is hard, but we're giving good vibes and good energy always. It's time for Goals and Goofies. This is our segment where we talk about what's going on um, regarding dating, anything that's going viral regarding relationships or single life. I already know what y'all are here for. (laughs) Um, 
there was a video that went viral last week with this raggedy ass man. And I'm only going to say his name once because I don't have anywhere near the platform that he has right now, but he's disgusting and I'm just not giving him any vibes. Um, But his name is Kevin Samuels and he like is just gets on YouTube and just like drags women all the time. Um, the video clip that went viral was a young lady who called into his show and she asked for advice. And the advice that followed was just, it wasn't even advice. He sat there and he berated her. Like I started to play the clip for you guys, but I just, I don't like emotional, um, I don't like verbal abuse, emotional abuse. I don't like that at all. Um, and I don't want that energy on my podcast. So um, I'm not going to play the clip. You've probably already seen it. Um, but it was just absolutely disgusting. And so this man is 51 years old, I think he said. And he just keeps talking about how he's such a high value man. And he tells this woman that she cannot get a high value man or a man who makes six figures because she has a kid. Now, she herself makes six figures. So a lot of times, especially in the Black community, we always hear, well, you can't ask for something you don't have. Well, she makes six figures, but he told her that she basically can't (laughs) get a man who does that because she, I think she was 35, and he said high-value men don't want a woman with kids and and basically just, like, talk down to her. Like, she was a piece of crap. Um... I'm going to break this down a couple ways. First of all, um, he garbage. (laughs) I mean, it's just no other way to put it. What frustrates me is that men like him think that they can just talk to women and act any kind of way. Some poor, pathetic woman have given him vagina over the years, and he just thinks that he's hot shit, and it's just like... The fact that you get on your platform and just drag people constantly is who wants to be around that? That is not high value. I know high value men. And first of all, they don't run around saying that they're high value. High value men don't act like that. High value men don't berate women. Like they don't act like that at all. He is disgusting. Like I just, oh, it just, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, but anyways, um... So this man, you know, is just going on about how value, high value he is. And I just want to be clear, like, women should not be trying to take advice from a man like this. Like, there are a couple guys out there. There are very few men in the dating realm that I listen to. Um, and I look to their backgrounds and I, I do my studies on them and I research them just so I can get an understanding on their thoughts, especially on hot topics as it relates to dating. This dude is just all over the place. Like he on his Instagram, I went on his Instagram and he follows women around the mall So I guess there were, I guess he was at a high-end mall. There are women, black women that are in this mall with um, like buggies with their doggies in it. And so I'm like, okay. And so he's following them around and just laughing like, "Mm, 
look at this girl. And he called some PhDs, meaning I, I don't, I didn't really get a super good understanding of it, but basically women who are educated and, you know, who do have professional accolades, but who, you know, in his mind are not all of that because you're still single, you know, that whole, you know, a degree can't keep you warm. So he called some PhDs like to be funny and, like literally just walks around the mall like look at this girl and her dog that's the phd what the fuck like i just would never take advice from a man like that and it's like why are you with your grown ass high value 51 year old self walking around the mall recording random people i mean i don't have any other words but disgusting but we're gonna move past that the men who agree with him are trash as well like I saw a bunch of guys well he telling her the truth he's telling her the truth no fuck that like our community specifically has an issue with the difference between being real and being real rude I actually used to have an issue with my ex like this his whole thing is I'm honest I'm honest I'm honest and it's like yeah, you can be honest, but you know, you don't have to be rude about it. Like you don't have to be nasty with people, especially people coming to you. I mean, his platform is pretty obvious. So sis kind of did set herself up and we'll get into that in a minute. But I just hate how so many people in the black community are just like, well, he was honest. He was honest. Like, no, fuck that. He was an honest tramp ass bitch. <laughs> like, he was disgusting. So, um, you know, I just feel like you can be honest with somebody and not be nasty and not be rude and definitely not berate people. Uh, and I just, I'm not feeling this whole, he was keeping it real. Fuck that. You can be real and you can be honest without being rude to people. And to the ladies, to the ladies that think that everything that he said, well, he, again, I mean, he was telling her the truth. He was keeping it real. Some guys don't like girls, you know, who have kids. Okay, and? But he don't speak for all men. Like, she's not an undesirable person because she has a kid. And for all these, ugh, I don't even want to name call, but for all these women who are sitting here and agreeing with him, y'all are just as trash. Y'all are some pick-me's because, listen, you may not have a kid, but these type of men are not prizes. And these type of men will find another reason to berate you. So no, you don't have a kid. Hey, you can even say that he has a point. There are men who don't like women with children, especially after a certain age. It is what it is. However, don't sit up here and act like these men won't find a reason to trash you too, because they will. Just like that same guy, he who must not be named, rolling around in the mall, like, look at her carrying her dog. So you might not have a kid, but if you got a goddamn dog, he judging you too. So stop defending these fuck-ass dudes, because they don't like you either, sis, okay? They don't like you either. I'm never going to sit up here and defend a clown ass man because he has a little bit of a point. Like, and he really didn't have a point <laughs> like at all because it, it just really got lost in all of the bullshit that he was doing. But at the end of the day, I think that says a lot. Like some, some women are just so male identified that when a man is 
brutally, brutally disgusting and just harsh. Well, I appreciate him for keeping it real. No, sis, no. Women deserve better. People deserve better. You just don't have to be mean to people. You just really don't have to be mean to people. And that's just never the vibes. Um, but ladies, please do better and check yourselves. Y'all are some pick me's. Stop with the bullshit. Nothing that he said was valid because he was being so trampy and so gross about the way that he was handling that. Acting like she was beneath him. And those men don't like you either. Those men are going to find a reason to trash you too. You don't get cookies for agreeing with men like that, okay? <laughs> so the final part of this, I do want to address um, the behavior of the young lady that was on the show. Um, she, he asked her at one point to rate herself on a scale of a one out of 10. So as far as like her look, her attraction, her attractiveness. And he told her, you can't use seven, which I was just like, okay. Um, the young lady said, when I wake up, I'm a five. And when, you know, I get dialed up, I'm a six. And this happened early on in the conversation. And from that point, I already knew it was going downhill. But again, to my earlier point, the type of women that are <laughs> calling into a men like that, you know, unfortunately, they're not looking for advice in the right places. But it just really broke my heart because, like, the fact that you rate yourself so low, it just made me really sad. And I thought she was a pretty girl. Like, I thought she was an attractive woman. And the fact that she called herself a six, it just made me sad. Um, she clearly has some self-esteem issues and beyond the fact that she's on this raggedy man show. Um, but I was just, you know... I was sad because I want her to think more highly of herself. And I think that may have something to do with her dating issues. You make six figures, sis. I think she's cute. Like, she shouldn't have a problem getting a guy. Like, and men do date women with kids. Like, if a guy is into you, he is into you and everything that you come with. So she's not going to have a problem getting a man but she has to work on her insides because just the self-esteem, it was just low, you know what I mean? And it was just really sad because, you know, obviously there was a big <laughs> breakdown in that conversation with that guy. Um, but overall, like she should just think more highly of herself. And my thing about that whole question, you know, what do you rate yourself? I'm going to be a 10 and I'm always going to be a fucking 10. So let me tell you this right now. You ask me, Jasmine, how do you rate yourself? What you're asking me is what do I think about myself? And I think I am that bitch, okay? And you aren't going to tell me anything different. You're not asking me what do you think men perceive you as or what do you think I the asker perceive you ask and even if you do ask that I don't give a fuck <laughs> I don't give a fuck what men think I don't give a fuck what you think I'm a 10 and I'm always gonna be a 10 I'm probably gonna say more than a 10 because that's how I feel about myself I love myself and I want all women your answer should always be 10 somebody asking you how you feel about you it should always be 10 like even if you faking it until you making it like it's a 10 you're a 10 boo don't let nobody tell you different I don't give a fuck what these men say you always a 10 and you need to act like it and walk out there with your head up high and not be calling in a raggedy ass radio shows with raggedy ass men like 
he who must not be named. But y'all, that was definitely Goofy's of the week. I don't want to spend too much more time on it because it's raising my blood pressure, but I promised that I was going to address it. And I've addressed it. So we'll move on. I do have goals for you guys this week. So um, this one will be really quick. Um, this post was, I saw this on Instagram. It is it's so funny. Um, I'm going to play the clip for you guys, but I saw this video on Instagram. So I'm going to play the clip for you and then I'll talk about it real quick. So I woke up this morning and my husband of like three years said that he doesn't love me anymore and doesn't want to do this. And uh, don't tell nobody that. I did not say that. Well, what did you say? I said I'm not getting you a G-Wag. Oh my gosh, y'all. <laughs> this is so funny. Like, she was dead ass. Like, basically, he said he doesn't love me anymore. Like, I just love the dramatics and the three at the theatrics. Um, and the husband's like, uh-uh, don't try it with me. Like, I'm so here for the shenanigans. I just adore couples that know like how to have fun and how to have a good time and be silly. And what's funny is after this was posted and it like went all viral, the husband posts a response message like, no, nah, y'all not about to drag me. I'm going to get my wife a G-Wagon. Um, <laughs> but he said that he wants a jet too. So I don't know, sis. <laughs> um but I just really, really liked it because I just thought that these two were just so freaking funny. I mean, the comedic timing was freaking hilarious. So that is our goals of the week. This adorable and funny couple um, having this cute little interaction. Now it's time for our main segment. This week we are talking about dating apps. I joke all the time that dating apps are ghetto. <laughs> uh, but really, I just like, I get frustrated because I just feel like it's so much work. And sometimes you just see so much undesirable stuff on there. And it just really like throws me off of my, you know, good vibes and positive energy for my dating life. Um, but I'm here this week to just give you guys some tips to make it easier for you and hopefully make the experience way less ghetto than it is. Um, dating apps are a really good chance to meet people you may not have normally met, um, and possibly find something real. I mean, I actually love apps. Like I talk my shit, but I love apps because you really could be one swipe away from your future spouse. Or you could be a hundred swipes away or a thousand swipes away. <laughs> um, but there's so much fun and potential to be had on dating apps. And honestly, that's all we have to do right now anyway, if you're single, because y'all shouldn't be out in these streets anyway. Um, so dating apps is really what we're stuck with as far as people who do want to make connections right now. Um and I know plenty of people who have met like a long-term partner, fiance, or spouse on dating apps. Um, so it's definitely possible. I want to debunk a quick theory before we really get into the good stuff. Like a lot of people have this mindset that dating apps are for desperate women or for men who are socially awkward and just looking for sex. Um, and be that as it may, <laughs> there's definitely a little bit of that. Um, 
there are still like regular regular people like me like you that are just trying to get a match you know and I just find some single people bashing dating apps and dating app users and I'm like for what like to each their own um I'm looking for a romantic connection and that doesn't make me desperate like I don't have anything to be ashamed of I'm always open mind open-minded to different ways to make a connection or meet a potential partner um one of my favorite weddings that I did it was one that I assisted my mentor on like It was so nice, y'all. Like, it could have been on an episode of Platinum Weddings. It was ridiculous. So I'm upstairs, like, preparing a cocktail reception. The couple's downstairs saying their vows. So, like, um, it was a really nice venue. So I'm, like, above them looking down on them, but not really, like, paying attention. So all of a sudden, I hear the groom say, he said something to the effect of, you know, I saw her face and I just couldn't help but swipe right. And I was like wait, what? (laughs) So I chirped in on my walkie to my mentor and I'm like, what did he just say? I was like, they met on a dating app. And she responds, yeah, they met on Tinder. And I was shook. Like she was a professional cheerleader. She was a cheerleader for like an NFL team or something, but she now works in corporate America. He was a corporate guy himself. They were 30. So young people, successful, attractive, very good looking couple. And they met on Tinder and they had just had this ridiculously lavish wedding. Like, so it's absolutely possible. I mean, the men I swipe with on Tinder are usually gutter snipes and whores, but that's beside the point. (laughs) That's just my experience. Your dreams just might come true on the apps. So just don't be so quick to turn your noses up at them and don't, believe the hype like the men on the apps are no more liars and cheaters and deceivers than the men you meet at the bar or at brunch or at target like I just hate this whole idea that people are like, well, you know, the guys on there, you know, they can just be really bad guys on there. There are bad men in general in the world period in life. Whether you met them on a dating app or at the store, it does not matter. <laughs> so like I said, this is just another chance for you to get to know people. And I actually find that you have a little bit of a one up when you meet a guy on the app versus the ones that you meet in person, because you can easily cross reference what they say in their profile. Like if they say that they have a degree and then it comes out in a conversation that he didn't actually go to college, you already know what type of dude you're dealing with, you know? Or if he says that he doesn't have kids and then you guys share Instagram accounts and you see his little rugrats on there, he lied. (laughs) So it is pretty easy to cross-reference and I'm gonna just keep it 100. If he has a unique name, I will type it into Facebook and it'll come up because, you know, chances are we're swiping locally. So, you know, his name will come right up and I'll have access to his profile. Or, you know, I ended up getting his last name or whatever the case may be. I have my ways and I have no problem doing a Google search and reading up on a guy, looking at his Facebook, his Instagram, just getting a sense of his ideal. So there's absolutely no shame in my game. Now let's get into some of the uh, popular apps that people use. Um, I'm just going to run through a quick list. (laughs) So there's Tinder, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, Coffee Meets Bagel, 
the league, Bumble, Match. And there's also Facebook dating. Don't sleep on Facebook dating, y'all. It's some fine-ass dudes on Facebook dating. <laughs> um, I legit have a folder on my iPhone um, that's called dating. And there's about 10 apps in that folder. And, you know, just FYI, I don't frequent all of the apps that I have downloaded. I only recommend you guys perusing two apps maximum, like actively checking and responding to messages on two apps because it can get overwhelming very quickly. So don't try to download all those apps. Um, Just try each out for like 30 days at a time if you must. Um, But there's definitely lots of options out there. Um, BOK is one um, if you're Black. I'm sure I missed some, but there's a lot of apps and a lot of options. Interestingly, (laughs) I know people who have met a significant partner on several of these, honestly, pretty much all of these. So it's definitely a thing. Get get on these apps and just test them out and kind of see what works for you. After you've picked the two apps (laughs) that you're going to use, you need to set up your profile. So this is twofold because your picture game needs to be on fleek, but your bio also needs to be nice. So starting with the pictures, honestly, y'all, this is (laughs) the most important part. We hear all the time that men are visual creatures. It is true. Like I'm not here to sit up here and tell you, you know, that it's fair or, you know, that men shouldn't be shallow, but all these dating apps are shallow as hell. So they start off, most of them start off with you mainly seeing their pictures and then scrolling into their bio. So that being said, pick your best photos or just have someone take pictures of you. Good lighting is a must. Practice your angles. You know, this is really the first factor in getting a quality match is having quality photos. I suggest that you have at least four to five photos of yourself. This should include at least one face-only shot because you're cute, one full body photo because body, yaddy, yaddy, hey, shout out to Meg. (laughs) Um, And then a photo of you doing something fun. So face shot, body shot, fun shot. And I always like that last fun shot. Usually it's an activity photo because it gives you some flavor. If you travel, you know, or have taken photos in unique places, this is your time to post that. A man who also likes to travel, he's going to pick up on the fact that the Taj Mahal is in your background. Or he's going to think it's cool that you've gone camping before or that you weren't afraid to skydive. At least one of your photos should be a conversation starter. So as you're looking and, you know, reviewing and evaluating your your uh, profile, one should be a conversation sparker. And you should be evaluating your profile, i say at least every six months, just to keep updated photos. Um, one of my conversation starter photos um, is a picture from one of my birthdays. So I only dress like super, super sexy on my birthday. Um, It's the only day that I'm not afraid to show some cleavage. So on my birthday, I had on this like high-low dress that had a train on it. It was V-cut. I was all dialed up. And my birthday that year was on a boat. So the picture was just caught 
perfectly right as I was descending the steps. The wind blew my hair and my dress, and it was just fabulous, darling. Um, and a lot of the men picked up on the Marilyn Monroe vibes of that photo. And there was definitely, I mean, you know, I got assets, so it was definitely assets in the photo, um, but tasteful. Um, but men really picked up on that, you know, vibe in the photo, and they really liked it. So usually the conversation will go from there. The only other thing about the photos um, is stop posting group photos. What is the purpose of that? Like, are you trying to find a man for the crew or are you trying to find a man for yourself? Like, I don't understand. Men actually do this a lot and they're the bigger culprits. Obviously, I'm swiping with men, so I see, you know, see it all the time. Um, I just cannot tell you how many times I have like come across the profile and seen a fine man in a group photo. And then I realized the person whose profile it is, is the not so great looking friend on the end. Um, (laughs) So please just stop with the group photos. This is a dating app. Like, just stop. I I just, I have no reason, (laughs) no rhyme or reason to be supportive of group photos. Just don't do it. Um, but overall, put some thought and effort into your photo so you can leave a great impression. You know, that swiper, the person that's looking at your profile is going to start building an idea of who you are in about three to five seconds um, on your profile, just being on your profile. And that starts with your pictures. So, you know, just make sure you're being mindful of the photos. Don't be careless about it and just post 10 selfies. Like, that's not the wave. Just make sure you're strategic with what you post. Um, the other part of them building this idea of who you are is what's written on your profile. And I shouldn't have to say this, but fill out your damn profile. Like, I can't stand when people are on dating apps and don't take the time out to, like, fill out, you know, the bio or, like, Hinge makes you answer questions, you know, leaving thoughtful answers to the questions I've been on guys hint pages and it'll be like inbox me inbox me inbox me or you know feel free to ask me for no fill out the questions I want to get an idea of who you are make your dating profile something you would want to swipe on like, have you ever seen a dating profile that has, like, bad grammar and you've just been turned off? Like, dude, did you not even, like, look at this? Or, like, somebody who was way too wordy and it's just like, sheesh, like, I'm not here to read a fucking book. <laughs> so keep it short and keep it sweet. I would say three to four sentences max if it's a bio that, you know, like a Tinder or a Hinge or a Bumble. Um And splash some personality in there. Like, show your sense of humor. If you have cool hobbies, you know, that people wouldn't expect. I used to throw in that I played the drums um, all the time. I only played for six months, but I did play. So, um, you know, post cool stuff about you. Um, And people, you know, people give me pushback about this. Oh, I don't really do much. You're not really as boring as you think you are. (laughs) So, and if you think you're boring or you think you don't have anything cool to say, Like, you need to ask the people who know you best. There is nothing to be ashamed about. So let your friends review your bio for you, for accuracy and also for fun, because they might have some cool things or quirks or things that you didn't think of. 
resist the urge to be jaded (laughs) on your profile. I can't stand going on a profile and saying, know this, know that, swipe left if you, blah, 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 blah. Like, I hate that. Like, I immediately associate my feelings of this person with like negativity. And then I have to start going down the checklist in my head to make sure that I even match up with whatever their, you know, things are. Like, am I a baby mama? Am I looking for hookups? <laughs> like, I'm not. But it's just like, I got to sit up here and like think, you know what I mean? Like, I want to look at your profile and see this is a fun person. This is an attractive person. Would love to get the chance to get to know them. Um, You know, I don't date men with kids, but most apps, they will make you check mark certain things. So, but it usually just comes up in conversation. I know that people are definitely going to have an issue with this one because, well, I don't want this. I don't want that. or I don't want a guy that has a degree. Fair, sis. But like that can come up in the conversation very early on. Like it's not going to kill you to message a guy a few times. And if you find out, you know, he's not what you're looking for, it is what it is. Go back and get to swiping. But your profile is just what we see and the energy and the vibes we get of you. So don't be posting all that negative stuff um, or posting just, you know, not, it's not necessarily negative. It's just not giving good positive vibes. So like, and I'm like, I've done this. So like, I don't speak about any of this stuff. Like, you know, I'm better than anybody. Like I have absolutely done this. My bio um, most recently has a line that says, I'm a talker. If texting is your preferred method of conversation, swipe left. <laughs> so, like, my bio has a, couple, a bunch of things or whatever. Um, but that particular line was so important to me because I was so tired of men texting me to death. But this is just a part of being jaded. I cannot resist that urge to say, y'all not going to sit up here and text me to death. You know what I mean? But you know what? It didn't change shit. <laughs> like, putting that in, and that's really why I'm saying this, putting that in my bio didn't mean that men who only wanted to text didn't swipe for me. They still swiped and they still text me and they still tried it. You know what I mean? So taking my own advice, you know, I'll change it to something like, I'm a talker, swipe right if you like verbal intellectual stimulation, <laughs> like, like something like that. But you know, the, you see the difference between the two lines, you know what I mean? One is kind of like, uh, and one is kind of like, okay, what's she talking about? You know what I mean? Like, I just go from hot, you know, real quick, <laughs> because you're saying something that's a little bit more fun and a little bit more flirty. Um, And I probably won't say that exactly. I think it's something better. I'm corny, but I accept my corniness. Um, But I say all that to say, you know, the goal is to show that you are a cool person who is open to receive all the love and all the positive energy that the world has to offer. Um, And it's nothing wrong. I don't want people to, you know, like misunderstand me. There's nothing wrong with having certain preferences, but you can get those things across. You know, if you want to try a different tactic, that's fine. You can get those points across um, about like what you're interested in or what you're not interested in, but just with a more positive energy. So just saying something like young, wild, 
and ch- like uh the saying is usually young wild and free so you could play off of it and be like young wild and child free and so that'll show men that you're very likely probably not looking for kids <laughs> and that's way better than saying if you got baby mamas don't talk to me you know what i mean if you got baby mama swipe left like <laughs> you don't have to you know do all of that like there's ways to get your point across without just being so rare um you know, just have overall, have the mindset that dating is light and fun. So when I look at your Tinder bio, when you look at your Tinder bio, it should be light and fun. That means don't write me a goddamn essay. Like I used to have an essay on mine <laughs> and in retrospect, it definitely screamed serious. But and yeah, I was looking for something serious, but you know, the casualness of the dating app doesn't cause for that, not immediately. Um, and like I said, that bio is your first impression. So keep it short and keep it cute. Let's move on to messaging. So now that you've made a match, it's time to navigate that messy space of interacting with this new person or all 10 of these new people you just connected with. Um, First things first, ladies, it is okay to message first. My rule of thumb is if you were the last to swipe, and this is, you know, more for those apps that require you to do so, um... This means that the match is complete when you swipe. Then you can message first. Like, it's really not that serious. Again, dating apps are casual. And a lot of the issues is that, like, we hold very, very high standards for something that's very, very casual and lax. Um, So nothing wrong with sending the first message. You can say hi. You can send him something based off of his profile. You can be cute. You can be witty. You can say whatever the hell you want. You have a vagina. You can say whatever your heart desires. You will get a response. (laughs) So there is nothing wrong with like, it's not even shooting your shot because you've already matched with this person. So, um, go ahead and send that message first. Um, the biggest key and the biggest uh, about dating apps is that um, tone can be misinterpreted. This is why I love Screenshot Friday on um, our Instagram page, because a lot of times you have 20, 30 people reading the same message and we all get a different, you know, vibe or energy sometimes. Um but tone, it's just so hard because you just don't know that person and you're only using your preconceived notions or, you know, what you think they sound like or how you think they're responding. This is why I absolutely hate trying to make a connection through electronics. <laughs> Y'all know I am big on getting on the phone. Um Because my whole thing is like, I don't know if you're joking or if you really are a shithead. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it's really hard to pick up on. So I say all that to say, lead with like grace and don't try really hard not to assume negative intent in the messages. I mean, some things are clear as day. If a dude messages you you and say, you're trying to come over tonight, like, that's some bullshit. Use your discernment here. But I do find that sometimes there are, there is miscommunication just because you're using, you know, it's basically texting, but it's on an app. So just keep that in mind and, you know, try not to go too hard. Um, 
You also want to prepare canned responses to questions. For example, like, why are you single? What do you like to do for fun? Like questions like that. Prepare some canned responses because you're going to be asked these questions over and over and over again. So, you know, if you have to write it up and just put it in your notes app, like do so. I am good for putting stuff in my notes app and just copy and pasting. Um. And then resist the urge to get triggered by certain questions. Um, for me, it really grinds my gears for a long time when men asked, what are you looking for? And y'all are going to laugh and y'all going to judge me. But like I had preconceived notions about this and I had to unpack this. Like I felt like men were only asking this question because they were looking for sex. Like what do you mean? What am I looking for? I'm on a dating app. I'm looking to date. Like, fuck you mean, dog. (laughs) Like it used to grind my gears so much. Um, and a lot of guys do be on bullshit, you know, but it is a valid question. You know, the more I started to think about it, you know, it's making sure my time don't get wasted. So I just learned to love that question because some guys will tell you straight up, I'm just looking for sex. I'm just looking to hook up. Okay, nice talking to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, For guys who don't respond that way, though, it is kind of hard because you have to navigate like vague responses. So like a lot of men will say, oh, I'm just looking to, you know, meet people and see where things go. I despise that response. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) It means nothing. It means nothing. Honestly, y'all, I'm still working on this one uh, because that line just, it screams fuckboy central to me. Um, But I don't really cut men off for saying it because like some of them, it is the canned response. You know what I mean? Um, And I think there is a big difference in getting a vague answer from a man you just swiped with two minutes ago and a guy you've been seeing for two weeks. After he, you know, after you've met and you've gone on dates and he's saying, oh, we'll just see where things go. He's definitely on bullshit. Um, But on a dating app, it is annoying to, for him to say that because most of us want a man to say, oh, I'm looking for a significant other. Oh, well, I'm looking for a girlfriend, that kind of thing. You know, um, it. I get why they say it. I do get why they say it because, you know, it, they don't want to come off like feeling too desperate or anything like that. Or maybe they really do just want to see where things go. Um, but it's just really not that big of a deal. Like I said, I'm still working on unpacking this because this being asked, what are you looking for? Still kind of makes me cringe because I'm just expecting fuck shit. It's not the question itself. It's that a lot of times the question usually comes with some bullshit or a guy who's not clear or who's not certain. Um, But it's really not that big of a deal because a connection hasn't been made yet. Like, yes, I'm lit. Yes, I'm cute. Yes, my bio's awesome. But, you know, a couple of messages on the dating app, of course, he's not saying, you know, the perfect things. So I don't write men off for saying that, but I do keep it in my mental pocketbook just just in case, you know, just to see if it comes up again. 
Um, my recent tactic really has just been matching the vagueness in my answers. And you guys don't have to do this. This is just what I've been doing lately. Um, I just respond and say, I'm looking to make connections. And you guys hear me say that a lot about making connections because it's true. Like I want to make a connection with people. And I say connections in plural. And I say that on purpose, like, because I am looking to make connections. Obviously, we're on a dating app, so I'm talking to you and I'm talking to 15 other guys right now. So, you know, I'm trying to weed them out, basically. So my response to what are you looking for is I'm looking to make some connections. And some guys will ask me to specify and I'll say, yep, I'm looking to go out on dates and get to know people. So damn near matching that vagueness, but I am making it clear. Something that I do make very clear, I just had this happen the other day. Um, this guy said he was looking for friends and I, I, I really don't like that either. Like this whole looking for friends thing. I make it very clear. Like I'm on a dating app. I am looking for a romantic connection. So if you're just looking for friends, you know, I'm gonna be honest, this ain't where it's at. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm vague in my response, you know, and I do want a partnership and I do want a romantic connection, but I'm not, going to answer that question like I'm looking for a husband <laughs> because boy fuck you like I haven't even decided if you can breathe my COVID free air like <laughs> I I'm, I'm just not jumping to say I'm looking for a husband and I know you know some women are really big on being intentional in dating which is fine like I'm intentional in dating too it's just like I don't give that part up too early um because there's a couple steps we have to get past before I can even decide if you know that person is someone that I want to consider you know and you can let it be known that you are interested in partnership but you know I always just want women women to be mindful um some men will use that against you so some men will pretend to be looking for the same exact thing. Some men will mirror your response just to get sex or just to hoodwink you into a situationship. Um, but whatever you choose to say, just maintain that spirit that gives off the energy that I am looking for my partner in crime. And if you're lucky, you can try out to be that. It's your world, boo. Like, do what makes you feel most comfortable, but, you know, just kind of be mindful of what you're putting out there and what that other person may be receiving. Just, I just don't, I really don't, maybe you guys can reach out to me and let me know your thoughts on that, but I don't encourage responding and saying I'm looking for a husband because just, it just... I wouldn't respond to a man that says I'm looking for a wife on a dating app because it's, it's just too heavy. It's just too heavy. And that's not to say I don't want a man that's looking for a wife. It's just you don't need to say that right now. <laughs> it's just too early. So let's keep it light. Um, and the last note with the messaging, um, when the conversation starts to dry up, that is always a big issue on the apps. Like, what happens after he asks you how you're doing and then you ask him how he's doing? Usually nothing, like, but some whack-ass conversation. <laughs> so I always encourage, I'm definitely, like, proactive about the apps. Throw in a curveball and do it early. Get the conversation flowing. Like, 
I'm good for switching tabs and Googling some conversation starters. Like I am so good for Googling some shit to ask somebody on a dating app. Literally questions to ask a person on a dating app. (laughs) So for example, like I'm a huge Chadwick Boseman fan. So when he died, I hit up all the guys that I matched with and I was just like, I'm so sad about Chadwick. How are you holding up? So for me, it was a great curveball question because it was really a test. (laughs) Like that guy may not have been a big fan or he may have been sad too, but I wanted to see, is he going to empathize with me? You know, a virtual stranger, basically. And so most guys did say, yeah, you know, I'm sad or, you know, I'm going to watch Black Panther as soon as I get the chance or something like that. (sighs) One guy was like, I mean, I don't know him, so I'm fine. And I was like, damn, (laughs) you know, that guy didn't get a response back because I just felt like, you know, I need you to give a little bit more empathy. I mean, I really was devastated (laughs) about the Hell, I still am um, about the Chadwick Boseman thing. But um, I just wanted to, you know, kind of gauge. So that was a little little itty bitty test that I did at the time. But some of the men had great responses. Um, so use pop culture, talk about a trending topic on the internet, you know, like the election is over, you know, so I don't even encourage talking about politics anyway. Um, but something, you know, that's going on that you're pretty sure everybody knows about, or just say something fun. Um, my favorite thing right now is, so what's on your to-do list post-quarantine? And y'all are free to use that. It is a super fun question. Um, I sent this message to about 50 of my matches on BLK, on Black. Um, And, you know, I do admit, you know, I pretty much suck at logging back in sometimes. I will send a message and not log in for two or three weeks. So don't be like me. Um, So I wasn't surprised by the lack of responses I got. So I'd say about... I I guesstimated about 50 people I sent it to. I say I got about 25 to 30 responses back. So don't be offended by that because some people just, you know, some people just don't log back in and I'm definitely guilty of that. Um, But that question was just a great chance for me to see if these guys are fun and interesting. (laughs) Like, you know, I look to see if a man can keep up with me and my rapport and conversation. Like, is he going to follow up? Is he going to carry on the conversation? You know, you don't have to leave the conversation just because you sent the first message or just because you started it. If you throw that curveball, see what he is throwing back. And you don't really have to do anything after that. Like the conversation, if he's a cool person, the conversation should carry on from there. At this point, it's time to try to move off the apps. So you got your profile done. It's lit. You're making matches, making connections. Now it's time to like move things on. So there's a lot of ways to do this. Um, But first things first, you need to figure out what makes you most comfortable to give a guy your number from the app. That is you specific. So I, you know, I have a friend who won't even offer her number until a guy plans a date. Um, I personally had a phase where I wanted men to talk to me for at least a few days consistently before exchanging numbers. Um, but depending on the convo and the vibes, like I can exchange numbers sooner. Like as long as there's been a little bit of report or like a rapport or like a good connection made. Um, if a guy pushes after like the second or third message to get my number, I will politely say, you know, Hey, let's just chat on here a little bit more. 
I personally have stopped giving men my Instagram um, that I matched with and had conversation with because they will follow you. And then the conversation just takes a different turn because now they're more like stimulated by your photos or, you know, they may not follow up after that. They may just like get to liking all your pictures on DMs and like, you know, y'all could have been having a real good conversation on the app and then now hand your DMs asking you what you doing. You know what I mean? So it just gets weird after following people on IG. So, you know, I personally have stopped giving men my Instagram until like, I feel like he has earned it. But definitely, if we're just talking on the dating apps, I've just stopped doing it. Um, You know, and if a man asks, I'll just politely say or cutely say, you know, I don't share my socials with strangers. And I'll put a winky face or cute emoji at the end. And that's up to him to not be a stranger. (laughs) So, you know, I'm always for putting it back on them. I don't share my socials with strangers, period. Um, Some guys will be fun on the apps and dry on the phone. And some men will be dry on the apps and lit on the phone. Um, It really can be a toss-up. Like, I talked before about how my friend was talking to a guy and he was kind of dry. But I told her, you know, to try to get to know him more in person. Um, Because everybody's not lit on every method of communication. And they are very much still dating now six months later. So, you know, if you feel the connection is there, just call him out and just say, oh, I hope you're more engaging in person. You know, like you could tease him or you could say something cute or whatever. But he'll just be excited that you want to meet up. And, you know, he going to promise that it's going to be worth your while, basically. (laughs) So there is a lot of ways to go about that. Um, if you feel that the conversation has like gone on for too long and you're ready to move to the phones, um, just say something like, you know, I want to hear more about your views on, you know, the best anime show or whatever y'all was talking about and say, are you free to call me after seven? Whatever y'all was talking about, just say, I want to hear more about this. Can you call me after this time? Um, Or you can say, like, I'm really enjoying this conversation, but, you know, I'm kind of busy this afternoon. You want to shoot me a text and we can chat later? Like, I don't like to text, so I wouldn't say that, but some of y'all like to text. So, uh, and then just give them your number, you know, just go from there. Um, Honestly, most guys are just going to ask for your number pretty early, so, you know, it, it is pretty easy to get things off the app if you want to, but just in case, you know, some guys, they don't want to come off as creeps, which we appreciate, and they don't want to pressure you. Again, we appreciate it, so keep those in your back pocket just in case. Um, general tips, uh, first dates from someone that you met on the app is not really that much different than someone you met elsewhere um, in person, except that you haven't seen him before. So y'all probably have each other's numbers at this point. So you can go ahead and exchange uh, socials if you're comfortable. Just, you know, and make sure that they match up with the photos that they showed you. I encourage FaceTiming. I just think it's really hard to get catfished in 2020. I love the TV show because it's messy as fuck. But (laughs) um You know, with FaceTime and Google Duo, for those who are Android users, you know, it's definitely an option to FaceTime before a date. And Hinge has a video call option now. Um, Even though some men be abusing it, if y'all saw the Instagram the last week, like, some men just randomly tried to FaceTime me on Hinge. But 
for, you know, those of you who are making connections, it is definitely a great option and you don't even have to give them your number. Um, I have been height fished before. <laughs> um, so basically I showed up on a date and the guy was sitting at the bar and he said that he was five four and so I was very mindful of the heels that I wore I'm only five two guys so I was very mindful of the heels that I wore and I'm like okay we might be looking at each other face to face he had a picture of him playing basketball so I'm like oh, okay you know child when I say be strategic he was strategic about his photos because he literally had a picture of him playing basketball so at the end of the date so he was sitting down the whole time or whatever so at the end of the day he was like oh I want to show you this restaurant blah 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 and he watched me around the restaurant and like I am like damn near a head over him like I am much taller than him even in these shoes that I was very careful about picking because I knew that he wasn't that tall um yeah so there are still things and then sometimes like people's especially with quarantine we giving grace y'all we didn't all gain a little bit pounds with the um panorama or whatever with being in the pandemic we have all gained a little bit of weight so um you know, it is possible. I have, you know, been on dates with a guy and he posted pictures when he was young and slim and, you know, in undergrad, you know what I mean? But I don't know him and I didn't know that those pictures were old until we met up and I saw that, you know, he was, you know, bigger, which I don't have a problem with. I just don't like that you don't have your real photos up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, the first date really, really shouldn't be that big of a deal um, beyond the whole catfishing, height fishing, whatever. Um, and it can also be a virtual date. It doesn't have to be an in-person date on listen to your single friend.com. Um, I did the quarantine dating survival guide. So part two of that series, I talked all about dating during the pandemic. So, you know, if you do meet a person, you know, and, um, you know, you want to connect with them, but you are, you know, being cautious as you should, um, go ahead and figure out a couple ways to do some virtual dating and take a look at that blog post. Um, and lastly, for the first dates, if you do meet in person, just follow safety measures that I mentioned in the dating tip last week. Send their profile, their name, their number to your friends. Turn that location on. If you know where they work, mention that to your friends. You know they go to school, mention that. Do not give him your address and do not let him pick you up. I said what I said. Um, but other than that, <laughs> it's just a date, so have fun. Uh, the next general tip is burnout. So what makes the app so ghetto is sometimes that we ourselves are overwhelmed. So the first date on the apps, if you get a freaky message from a guy, it's like, oh, whatever, that guy's just gross. But when it's been a month and you have matched with well over 100 guys, you've given your number to 10, four of them made it past the first phone conversation, you actually plan a date with two of them, one of the dates never comes to fruition, the other date was cool, but the connection wasn't there. And now it's back to the goddamn drawing board. Now you're irritated. <laughs> and if one more guy messages you about coming over to his fucking house or telling you he's just looking for, for friends, you're going to scream. Like, if, if you're feeling that energy, if what I said just really triggered you and resonated with you, 
you may have burnout and it's time to log off this. Like, it is completely okay to log off those fucking apps. Like, I'll do a general episode on dating burnout in the future, but burnout is absolutely magnified by the constant vulnerability that is required from dating apps. So take a break. It is okay to take a break. Um, quality is better than quantity. If you're new to the apps, you may get a little swipe crazy or overwhelmed with all the attention because it's like, damn, like I can get dick and a husband right at my fingertips, like with just a click of a button. (laughs) So yeah, it's cool and all, but chill sis, like relax, don't go crazy. You have to still practice discernment. Um, You know, no need to get swiping crazy with any old guy on these apps. Uh, But do keep in mind that apps are a numbers game, which may sound a little contradictory, but it's really not. You know, finding success on the apps just means, you know, you're going to have to go through (laughs) hundreds of profiles. Don't swipe on every single one of them. Um, But you are going to have to go through a lot of profiles. So it is it is a numbers game. And every once in a while, I will pay a few dollars, you know, just to have a premium account for 30 days on a lot of the apps. This just means that you can see who liked you first and you have the upper hand. So, you know, I like that because I'm like, oh, okay, this guy liked me. He's kind of hot. Or, you know, like somebody that I may not have immediately thought to match with. I'm like, oh, they liked me. Let me see what this person's talking about, you know? Um, And honestly, on that note, if you are concerned about riffraff, then paying for a dating site is not a bad idea. The chances of men scouting just for sex on an app that requires payment is low like they still exist there are absolutely men who who know that we think like this and who will pay for the apps because you know they peep game but it definitely does weed out a lot of the riffraff so um you know there's still going to be men there who are emotionally unavailable or you know who got issues or whatever but I feel like because you have to date and you you have to pay for the app um, and it requires a little bit of investment to date, uh, your chances are just better. Your chances are better. And connecting um, your apps, another thing I wanted to touch on, connecting your apps to other platforms, you need to be mindful about some of the extras on the apps. So like Tinder has a Spotify plugin and a few apps also let you connect your Instagram to your dating profile. So I like the Spotify feature. I think it's pretty cool because I can see if we listen to the same music. But the Instagram thing is tricky. Like I've seen a nice profile and then I get to the bottom and I peruse his Instagram. And all I see is a bunch of big booty bitches and a bunch of sex memes. And I'm just like, ew, that's gross. Like I thought this was a nice guy, but his profile was disgusting. His Instagram was disgusting. Um, So I also know some women who put their Instagrams in their profiles or in their bios um, if the app doesn't do Instagram integration. So I actually am going to caution against this. Um, I did this briefly and I'd say for about a week and a half and it got old really quick. Like, yeah, my followers went up and it was lit, but like some of those dudes were just weird and creepy. Like I matched with this guy and I don't even remember what happened. I don't know if I wasn't interested or, you know, it just may have taken me a couple of days to log back into the app. All I know is I log into my Instagram account and tell me why this man 
DM'd me on IG and was like, hey, I messaged you. You didn't respond. Like, can we connect? And I was freaked the fuck out. Like, I took that shit out my bio with the swiftness. I don't need the followers. I don't want the smoke, okay? But just be mindful. Some of these, you know, additions to these apps can be pretty cool, but not all of them. And the final tip is um, some people are just weird. Don't be weird. (laughs) You don't be that weird person, but just accept that there are just some weird ass people on these apps. So um, I swiped with a guy and he seemed really, really cool. But like things got more annoying as we continued to chat. So he said, you know, at one point in the conversation, he was like, yeah, my friends say I'm really picky and that's why I'm single. And I was like, well, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having discernment, you know? I ate my words right the fuck then and there. (laughs) We moved on to, well, what are you looking for? You know what I mean? We moved on to that conversation. This man literally sends me a list of his requirements for a partner. He sent me a list, (laughs) y'all. And it was just ridiculous stuff. Must have a secondary degree. Must do this. Must do that. Like, and so at the top of the list, one of them was like, you have to be 5'5", because he was like six foot something. Now, I'm... I already mentioned I'm 5'2". I've dated plenty of tall guys. So I'm just like, uh, okay, I guess I'm disqualified. Bye. (laughs) But then like he tried to explain himself to me. Like I was just so turned off by the fact that you really just sent me a whole ass list. Like fuck you and your list. But, um, and his friends were right. He is picky. Like it was just the absolute fucking most. Um, but then he tried to like explain himself to me. Well, you know, I'm six foot and or six two or whatever he was. And, you know, I'm like, bye boy. I can't hear you from down here at the five two level. Goodbye. I'm under five foot, whatever. <laughs> but some people have their isms and they have their issues and just let them be. Don't take it personally. I was just like, cool. You got a list. I'm not on the list. I don't fit. I don't fit. (laughs) I don't fit this. So sorry. You know, sorry, not sorry. I hope you find what you're looking for. I am quick to tell someone best wishes. I hope you find what you're not. I hope what you find what you're looking for. Normally I say, um, best wishes, good luck in your search. Normally I'll say something like that. I won't be absolutely petty. I'm, I don't think I said that to that guy. I'm sure I said something a little nastier because he was irritating, but, um, in general, I, I'm good for just saying best wishes. I wish you luck. You know what I mean? Cause I do. There's somebody out there for everybody. There's somebody out there for them weird ass people, but y'all don't be them weird ass people. Don't be on here acting crazy on these apps. You know, sometimes the apps feel like you're dumpster diving. <laughs> You know, but you could be one of the ones that gets lucky and find a treasure in the swamps. <laughs> but don't be too hard on yourself and don't be too hard on these guys. Have fun with it. Log into those apps now. I want y'all to make at least two quality connections within the next week. Um, or you could just send me all the fuck shit you see in between. We need some more content for Screenshot Friday. I love it. <laughs> but we'll go ahead and wrap up this segment. It's time for our dating tip of the week. Uh, the dating tip this week is do not get over anxious. Um, when Sometimes when you start seeing somebody new, you know, you kind of what I like to call spiral and you're just like, 
you know, does he like me? How did, you know, like, are dates going well? Like, you start to, like, overanalyze and psychoanalyze the situation um, and spiral in a negative way or, like, spiral in a positive way. Ladies, y'all know that we love to put our first name with the guy's last name and start planning our weddings in our head. Like, just relax when you're seeing someone new and be present. Um in the moment and then be present in that relationship or that growing connection that you have. Getting over anxious takes away from the feelings right now, from the feelings in the moment. And you deserve to have a good time. And, you know, that person deserves to have you be fully present and not spiraling out of control or, you know, just getting all into your head. So dating tip this week is don't be over anxious. Now it's time for Down in the DMs. During this segment, you guys always are sending me messages, questions, comments, emails, um, text, all that good stuff. (laughs) Basically asking me for advice or um, to comment on something specific or you have a question about dating and stuff in general. So um, if you want to reach out for advice, feel free to email us at listen to your single friend at gmail.com and put down in the DMs in the subject. So uh, this week is going to be a little bit different. I actually got like a voice memo from a listener. Uh, so I'm going to play it for you guys so you can hear what she said. And then we'll just go from there. I'm actually going to call her Coco. That's going to be her name. <laughs> so listen to this voice memo from Coco and then we'll jump into it. Prison pen pals versus uncertified realtors. Okay. Niggas these days, either they all they want to do is text. You know, they don't want to have no dates. You don't want to see them. They want to be prison pen pals or they want to be uncertified realtors, which means all they want to do is come over and lay up at your house and, and rummage in your snacks and lay up in your bed. You don't know whether what, what his house looking like. You don't know whether it's giving Oscar the Grouch vibes or not. Oh, my God, y'all. Coco was funny as hell. I just loved this message that I got from her. Um So basically, she wanted me to address what I like to call passive daters. So with the whole pen pal thing, prison pen pal, this is hilarious. Uh, With the whole prison pen pal thing, like men who just want to basically text you to death. um, Basically, you need to just kind of let them know, like, hey, let's let's get on the phone or let's make plans. Um, I kind of alluded to this in last week's episode, but it's a couple ways to do that where you can basically just say, um, hey, are you free tonight? I can't really talk right now, but call me after seven so we can pick up this conversation and give him a specific time frame. I got that from um, a dating guru on Facebook, giving a specific time frame because I used to just be like, oh, call me later. You know, I'm busy right now. Call me, call me tonight. But giving a specific time frame kind of makes them a little bit more accountable to that. Um, and then, you know, that to me is like the easiest way or you could just say, um, you know, hey, I, I think texting is cool and all, but, you know, I would really love to hear your voice. Like, men love, like, something that sounds provocative, but not 
really? <laughs> so, um, but any way that you can make it sound cute and fun, like, don't be like, uh, are you going to text me forever? You know, don't be like that. Like, you just want to keep things like this whole episode. I've been repeating that, like, just keep things light and fun and cool. Like, just keep things chill. And if after that, they still want to text you to death, then just be done with it. Like, because no, I just don't believe in trying to get to know people over text. Um, with the real estate thing, don't be having these men up in your house anyway, girl Coco, because first of all, I just don't, I don't like men being over in my space because I like my space. Um, I don't even let men know where I live for a long time because you just, just know. I would rather go over his house. Don't be letting him eat up all your snacks. <laughs> like he needs to be bringing something every time he comes over. My grandma is 70 and her boyfriend is, I think he's 69. So we got two, you know, people who are seasoned in age Every time her boyfriend comes over, he brings her something. And I absolutely stand. Okay. Like he will bring her a lottery ticket or a candy bar or most times it's food. You know what I mean? But he always walk in the door with something. Like keep that energy. Like make this, make sure these men is bringing you stuff because I, and for me personally, my love language is gifts anyway. So if you know I had a long day and you walk in and you bring me like a Snickers bar or something sweet like that, like that shit matters. But you definitely not about to be coming over here empty-handed. At least bring a bottle of wine or some food or something. Do not be letting these men eat up all your snacks and be all up in your house and all up in your bed. With quarantine, is super hard right now because <laughs> everybody want to boo love. Everybody want to boo love right now. And it's the winter. We, most of us, you know, like it's been what, March was when the quarantine started. It's been nine months, you know what I mean? So a lot of our dating lives have taken a hit. So people are moving indoors quicker and they're getting cozier quicker. But still make these men date you um, and make them try. And just don't be letting them be all laid up in your house and shit. Like, just be clear. Next time they're trying to pull up, be like, yeah, I want to go out and, you know, I want to go here or whatever the case may be. Like, just be very clear. This ain't about to be, you know, a pattern of you being up over my crib, laying up under me. Men need to be adding some sort of value to be all up under me like that. <laughs> and this all all up in your bed, eating all your snaps, that's not going to fly. So you need to nip that in the butt now. <laughs> but thank you so much for uh, not writing in, for giving us a voice message. Thank you, Coco. Before we close out, it's time for some trivia. I love trivia. I say this every week. <laughs> um. So this week, I want you guys to rank these four options. Um, how did men rank the following for what they felt is most important on a first date? The options are smile slash looks, personality, career slash education, and sense of humor. What order did you think these options came in by level of importance per the guys? 
You'll have to tune in next week to the top of that episode to find out the answer. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining this week. Um, Please go ahead and subscribe, rate, give me some reviews, friends, and I will see you guys next time. Mm